Well, good almost afternoon, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Beer, Alberta. I'm not in Beer. I am on the Trans-Canada Highway. On my way back home from Medicine Hat, where I attended a showing of the movie Ungovernable, Alberta's Quest for Independence. And it was awesome. So I also had the uh, privilege of speaking after, and I spoke a little bit about the uh, Sovereignty Act, which I'm sure all of you are well aware of by now. And then I went and I had breakfast with uh, my girlfriend Jessica and my other girlfriend Carrie. And while we were having breakfast, I read an article in the Western Standard. Uh, great job, Western Standard. And for those of you out there who don't know what that is, Google it, check it out. It's called the Western Standard. It's an Alberta-based independent media uh, published by none other than Derek Fildebrandt. And no, they don't pay me to say this, but I would encourage you to get a subscription to the Western Standard so you can read these articles and uh, fight back against the Trudeau liberal government funded legacy media um, that basically steals money out of your pocket and sends it to CBC and CTV to tell you things that aren't exactly true. Anyway, I digress. I digress a lot. So in the Western Standard, there was an article um, about some comments that a man named Brian Mason made. Now, for those of you who don't know who Brian Mason is, Brian Mason is the former leader of the New Democratic Party. Mr. Brian Mason. Yes, another old white dude, just like me. Now, Brian's comments about the Sovereignty Act, as proposed by Danielle Smith and the current uh, UCP 2.0 government, I'll call it, he's basically comparing the Sovereignty Act to what Hitler did in uh, Germany in order to create the Nazi party. Yes, you heard that right. The same people, and when I say people, I mean Brian Mason, Rachel Notley, and their crew of NDP socialist anarchists, well, not anarchists, I guess, tyrants, I guess, are comparing the Sovereignty Act to Nazi Germany. The same people who condemned folks like me for comparing the actions of our tyrannical government in which they were arresting and jailing pastors and business owners over things like a mask. Yeah, the same folks. Anyway, Brian Mason uses wording like, uh, if the Sovereignty Act is, is, is enacted, the results will be horrific. And I can't help but think, The Sovereignty Act is based on Alberta's sovereign constitutional jurisdictions. It doesn't ask for any more or any less than Alberta is already guaranteed under the current Constitution. The Constitution of Canada, the supreme law of the land. Now folks like Brian Mason and Jason Kenney and Rachel Notley, I'm sure they're all from the same camp. Sorry Jason, you're my friend, but I gotta say it. They are saying that the Sovereignty Act would have horrific results and it's unconstitutional and blah, 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 blah. I think they actually hate this country. I think Rachel Notley, Brian Mason, the NDP uh, so socialist sociopaths, the Trudeau liberal government, I think they hate this country. Because when Alberta stands up and says, no, 
we demand that we have our constitutional rights uh, given to us, period. Federal government, stay in your lane, we'll stay in ours as per the Constitution. When we say that, these people, the NDP and Brian Mason and Rachel Notley are saying that um, it's horrible and it will be disastrous and this isn't Canada. And I think I understand now why they're saying that, because they hate Canada. They hate the Constitution. The same Constitution that they trampled all over, all over the, in the last three years and continue, continue to do so. No, you can't work. No, you can't go to church. You can't go to school. You can't go to a mall. You can't have your grandparents over for Thanksgiving dinner. You can't spend time with your family at Christmas. You can't have a job unless you put something in your body that you may not want in your body. They hate the Constitution. They hate this country. And they don't want, they don't want this country to look the way it was intended to. They don't want the, the provinces to have sovereign jurisdiction over their own affairs as they were guaranteed in the negotiations leading up to Confederation. They don't want that. And now they're lying to you as they do again and again. Brian Mason is saying that the Sovereignty Act is similar to... I want you to read some of that. Can you read some of that for me, baby? No, I can't. Yes, she can. She's gonna, Jess is going to no, read you I a little excerpt no, out I'm of that. No, definitely not doing that. Oh, she says she's not going to. He's comparing it to Nazi Germany, saying that um, if the Sovereignty Act is enacted, it's going to pave the way for tyranny in Alberta. That's a complete lie, and it's the complete opposite of what the Sovereignty Act is intended to do. We've already seen the tyranny over the last three years. There's already provisions within current legislation that have paved the way to tyranny. We have legislation in place right now that actually allows an unelected official to create law and throw you in jail if you don't follow that law or comply with the rules. That's tyranny. That's a, taxation without representation or interference with our with our uh, charter rights without representation. I don't know how you want to look at it, but it's already there. And these people like Rachel Notley and Brian Mason, they love that. They love the idea that the government can strip your rights away without ever justifying it. They love that. So they don't want stuff like the Sovereignty Act. They don't want Alberta to be prosperous. They don't want... Canada to look like the Canada that was in, that it was intended to, where people are free to make their own decisions, they're free to prosper, or free to fail. They don't want that. They want absolute control over every aspect of your life. And if you don't believe me by now that that's what the NDP government actually stand for, you need to do some digging and you need to find their manifesto, which mysteriously disappeared off their website in the George Clark era. The George Clark, Rachel Notley, uh, 178,000 signatures in a couple months era. You remember that? Yeah. I read it with my own eyes on the NDP website. They literally do not want you to own property. They do not want you to own businesses. They don't want you to choose where you live. They want everything to be controlled by the government, and it's right in their, in their, in their manifesto. It actually reads like the LEAP manifesto. It's disgusting. So it all makes sense when people like Brian Mason take to social media and the legacy media 
and they start slamming legislation that upholds the Canadian Constitution. When a federal, when the federal government in this country interferes in provincial matters, there's two options for the province. Number one, they cannot enforce that overreach, that federal government overreach, and challenge the federal government in court, or the federal government would likely challenge the province in court, as we saw with the province, uh, the, the carbon tax. Or they can simply roll over and do as the federal government says in the matter of Rachel Notley and the NDP government, and then challenge, and challenge it in court later when the damage has already been done. Well, that's not good enough. If we have disagreements, provincially and federally, Alberta should chart her own course forward and then let the challenge play out under Alberta's rules, not the federal government rule. That's how this country is supposed to work. That's why Canada is called a confederation and not a federation, because the provinces have sovereignty over most matters. Almost everything that's important, the province has authority, sovereignty, jurisdiction in that matter. The federal government has no say. That's what a confederation is. The member states have the power and authority and the, uh, the, the, the national level is responsible for things like international trade and going on you know, walks in India and, and dancing to Indian music. That's what the federal government's for. And I want that. Alberta wants that. Alberta needs that. We need that. We need to have control over our own matters. And the, the Sovereignty Act is a, the first step to doing just that. And there's lots of people out there that are saying, oh, the Sovereignty Act won't work. It'll fail because of this, because of that, because of that. Fine. Maybe it will. I don't know. But we need to find out. And if it does fail, then the only thing that we can do as a province to change anything, to chart a new course for this province, we have to do something that's never been done before and we have to have the leverage to make the federal government back the fuck off out of our business. And that leverage is a referendum on independence. And no, a referendum on independence or independence does not create chaos and investors um, shying away from the province. Do you know what makes investors leave the province of Alberta? Overreaching federal laws and federal rules and regulation that destroy and hamstring our industries, our resource-based industries, like what we've seen from the Liberal government and the Notley government. That's what scares off investors. Nobody wants to do business in a province where they're not sure if their, uh, their sector of industry is going to be attacked next or not. So they leave. And we saw that in Alberta. Anybody in the oil patch, can you find people right now or did they all leave, retire, go down to the States, go down to Texas, where they actually celebrate their resources? That's what causes chaos. Bad government and government's fingers where it doesn't belong. That causes investors to leave. A province standing up and saying, no, we are going to develop our resources. We are going to oversee industry. We are gonna set our own rules here be responsible stewards of the environment and we are going to prosper. Investors love that. They absolutely love it. When Even when the UCP government was uh, just freshly elected, we had a surge of investment back into this province. Why? Because we had less government interference in business. And the Sovereignty Act 
is one step closer to less federal interference in business and investors love that shit. Could you imagine if you're a energy company giant in the United States? Well, actually, let's let's say say you're you're one of the former uh, directors of Encana, which was supposed to be Canada's energy company that now moved to the United States because of government interference. And you're looking at Canada, specifically Alberta, and you realize that within four to five years, Alberta could be free of the policy locking legislation that prevents us from moving our natural resources. How would you view Alberta sitting on billions and billions and hundreds of billions of barrels of oil and enough natural gas for the next thousand years? Would you not want to invest in a place like that? That produced their their natural resources without some fancy sock wearing hippie from the from central Canada telling them that they're dirty cousins, embarrassing cousins. I'm tired of people lying to us. Even people in my own camp, my own friends, they've said some doozies and done some things. I've called them out for it. I have no problem doing that. Now the NDP is at it again. They're lying again. It's lie after lie after lie. And at some point, you have to ask yourself, what's the end goal here? Is the end goal a prosperous and free Alberta? Is the end goal humankind to flourish and thrive on this planet? Or is the end goal something completely different? With the amount of lies that we're hearing and the misinformation and disinformation regarding humanity's path forward and specifically Alberta's path forward, I don't think Brian Mason and Rachel Notley's lies have anything to do with a prosperous Alberta. I think they have to do with pandering to very loud groups that have a lot of money who benefit from the flawed ideology that we are pursuing in Alberta. Groups that build thousands of acres of solar panels, hundreds of thousands of acres of windmills that are subsidized with your tax dollars. They benefit from the lies that are being told. They benefit from Rachel Notley closing down clean coal plants in Alberta killing jobs, killing an industry, and putting money in their pockets. So next time you hear someone like Rachel Notley or Brian Mason or any of those NDP cronies commenting on policy, ask yourself, does this sound like somebody who's actually interested in a, a prosperous Alberta? Or does this sound like somebody who's pandering to a special interest so it will benefit them personally? and then start calling them out for their lies. I don't think we have time to play these games anymore with what's coming, but maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm going to be in Pinoka tonight for another showing of Ungovernable. So I hope you can join me there. It'll be at the Moose Lodge, which is just south of Pinoka on Highway 2A. You can't miss it. It literally says Moose on a sign outside the Moose Hall. Um, 
I'll be there. It was going to be a pre-recorded message after the movie, um, but the chapter leader and I had a quick chat, and uh, turns out I'm going to actually speak after the movie on some of the things that I've just said now. So grab a few friends, pack into the Moose Hall, enjoy some popcorn, enjoy a great movie explaining and kind of outlining why Alberta finds herself in the, in the position she's in right now. And then uh, feel free to challenge me on anything I've said. Um, I totally welcome it. But if you're a dink, I'll kick you out. So don't be a dink while you're challenging anybody because it's rude. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. See you tonight.